Welcome to the Healthy Life Podcast that doesn't hold back. We discuss all subjects from wellness, healthy eating and fitness. Welcome to Healthy Life. So it's Melissa, a cuddle therapist. Now, it's blazing across your t-shirt that you've got here (laughs) today. A cuddle therapist. Now, I've got to say, how did this all begin? Um, Well, actually, a couple of years ago, I saw an article online about someone who was a cuddle therapist. And I thought... Hmm, I think I'd be quite good at that because I really like cuddles and looking after people. Who doesn't like cuddles? <laughs> um, so I, I researched it at the time and thought that, that would be something I'd be quite interested in doing. Um, but I had quite young kids at the time, um, so I knew I couldn't do it right away. But then when both of them were in full-time education, I decided that now was the time I was going to become a cuddle therapist and I was going to do my training what were you doing beforehand then? Um, so I teach dance um, and a full-time mum. So, um, so yeah. Are you proud of it? Full-time mum? Yeah. yeah. It's the hardest job. <laughs> it is the hardest job. A lot of people say, yeah, I'm just a mum. There's nothing just about being no, a mum. Yes. I've, sure. I've got a fun fact for you. It is the hardest job. A little while ago, we were talking about quite a few years ago, they stuck these um, heart monitors on different people in different careers to monitor their, their whole through the whole normal day. Mm-hmm. And the mums were the most stressful uh, out of all of them. You're calling Even that like a fun chef. fact. Yeah, it's a fun fact. They're like, they're like yeah, we know. Sh- they're like chefs as well. That's not a surprise to mums. <laughs> they're like chefs that are kind of really busy, aren't they? Mm. I mean, she thought chefs would be really stressful like, yeah. getting on there. But no, the mums were the ones most stressful. Stress working mm. with you yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they should put it on us, shouldn't they, Roger? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I therapy when I go home. I know. <laughs> so cuddle, I mean, a lot of people like cuddles, but nobody decides to turn, not many people decide to turn into a cuddle therapist. No. Um, and to be fair, when I decided now was the time to start training, Training, that's when the pandemic started and I thought well maybe now's not quite the right time to become a cuddle therapist but um at the beginning of this year that's when I, I did my training so training let's let's mm. talk about day one lesson one of training to be a cuddle therapist <laughs> what happens so it is all it is all online um and it's with cuddle professionals international um, and they're a database of, of cuddle professionals that are accredited uh, and insured Okay. Now, can I? Are you married? Yes. And is your husband all right with this? Yes. That's what I mean, I just thought I'd clear that up straight away because sometimes people get bothered by that, don't they? Yeah. No. He, I'm really lucky. He's so supportive of everything I do, really. Um, and uh, yeah, he's been like a real supportive person with it. So. So can I ask? Did you just put into the internet cuddle therapist or? cuddles or something yeah. what came up what came up <laughs> it was a little bit dodgy <laughs> um so cuddle professionals international comes up oh. um with with training where are they based then uh london richmond way oh okay um so yeah so i did my my training and uh and that was may that i started right. um and i've just been in flooded with uh, interest and uh, bookings and it's just really shown me that it, there is a need out there because well people have been so isolated for so long yeah. we had to keep that distance there's a lot of people been living in the houses on That's their own right. i think we should need to take us through the because i'm kind of interested yes. now it's not just like sitting in a, in a session and just hugging each other no talk us through the session what do they teach you and all that kind of stuff um, so what happens first when like you first um inquire about it is that we would set up a free consultation um where 
the client would uh, see if it's something that they would like to do with all the details. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can get a feel for each other as well. It's, you know, meeting in person or on a video call. And I go through what a session entails um, just so that um, they know everything about a session beforehand. Um, and then from there we would make a booking and they would uh, come to my house and I have my living room set up as my therapy room Um, and there's a a sofa and a bed Um, and in terms of uh, when they arrive we have a discussion beforehand about consent and boundaries so this is something that's actually really beneficial for people in their everyday lives Mm -hmm. because um, we're not really taught about consent and boundaries when we're at school they do nowadays actually Um, I'm hearing more that they are covering it more at schools but um, advocating for yourself and knowing what you want and what you don't want and being able to say no is such a huge thing for a lot of people because it's very much a self-care mental health thing being able to say no when that's what you want to say Um, but some people feel that they have to say yes or they have to say okay because they don't want to rock the boat or they don't want to disappoint someone Mm. or Mm. um yeah they don't want any bad feeling from the other person um but it's really important to practice saying no because the more you practice the easier it is and the, the more you receive a no as well so um for example um in the discussion beforehand we do an exercise where we practice saying no and we practice receiving a no because sometimes when you receive a no, you feel rejection. Mm. But actually, you can train yourself not to feel that way by practicing. And when someone says no to you, if you say thank you, you normally say thank you when someone gives you a gift. And the gift they're giving you is they're giving you their boundaries and they're telling you what they really feel and it's authentic. Wow. And so it's much deeper than just having a cuddle it's because yeah, no, so no beneficial can, no can always be very someone says no it can be sound very much a negative it's like how can you say no but kind of say you know i don't mean it in a horrible way kind of thing you know yeah it's difficult to try and express that because no is a very sharp word in it no mm. <laughs> yeah how do you say it really positively and say no, no thank you this you know yeah and and there are things you can do depending on who you're saying no to so for example um, if someone said to me, can I have a hug? Uh, if, someone, if I said to someone, can I have a hug? And they said no. But they just touched my arm and said, no, thank you. It's like, I'm not rejecting it's gentle. you. I'm not rejecting you. I still have the connection with you. But that's not what I need right now. And that's not what I want right now. And that's a lot of it about what you want and knowing what you want and being able to communicate that as well. So you, you clarify that as the beginning of the p- first session? Yes. And then what? Um, so we go over boundaries. Um, so it's uh, completely platonic. Um, and we always ask before we touch. So it's not just... So you as a therapist or both, them as a receiver? It goes both ways. Okay. So normally people who are touch-deprived... They want to feel being cuddled and touched, but they also want to be able to touch someone else. So it's a two-way street. Mm. So we promise each other that we will ask before we touch. And if we mean yes, we say yes. We don't go, "Mm mm-hmm, or okay. Mm. It's got to be 
and assertive, yes, proactive. Yeah. Yes, so there's no doubt. Um, and also we promise each other that we will be honest within the session. So if you're too hot, if you get a dead leg, if you get a dead arm, if you need the loo, we will say because... If you know that the other person will be honest and tell you exactly what's going on, then you can relax better. Mm. You can just not have to overthink. Because I think that's one of the things that people think, is she okay with this? I'm not sure. Mm. You know, I want to go to the loo, I better not move. Yeah, exactly. But if we promise each other we'll be honest, then we don't have to overthink or worry. It's mm. just as it's just it is. in the moment. Yeah. And it's it's like a really nice space it's a safe space and that's what i'd like to create for people okay so you've agreed all these things and then then would it be down to you to say shall we have a hug so what i do is i tend to start small because obviously i might have met them for the first time in person and they might have just met me so i start just with hand holding first and then from there, I'll make suggestions and they're free to say yes, they're free to say no. Even if they said yes and they changed their mind, they're allowed to say, actually, no, I've decided, can we go back a step? Or I really liked it when we did that. Can we go back to that? So it's very honest and open. Um, and this is men and women. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and do you talk while you're holding their hand? What happens? So I always ask them or I always say to them, you're free to talk, you're free to rant, you're free to get anything off your chest. And a part of the therapy is actually being able to offload as well. Because mm. you might not necessarily be able to talk to your family or your friends about things that are going on in your head. So it's quite nice to talk to someone who's completely removed from your circles of, mm. of that. So, um, yeah, so you're free to get things off your chest. You don't have to talk at all if you don't want to, if you prefer not to. Um, and I always say, if I ask you something, you don't have to answer it. So it's all very much the comfort level that they require. So you start with hand-holding yeah. and graduate towards... Yeah, so then from there, I'll gradually increase the intimacy as they're comfortable. Mm -hmm. So from hand-holding, I normally um, ask if I can stroke their arm um, and use different types of touch because generally in life, we don't really explore different types of touching so like uh, nails light nails or feather like touch or firm pressure or you know just soft fingertips and it's quite sort of nice just to have those somebody to touch sensations you. and you know and not have any pressure behind it that it's gonna lead to something go anywhere mm. yeah and it's quite liberating really just to be able to enjoy touch mm. it's nice to, like i was saying on the point you said where it comes from sexual it's kind of nice to be able to say receive that but not not knowing it's going to go down that yeah, route not that kind of sexual mm. letting that kind of thing go you yeah. know because i'm kind of thinking of picture myself there you're touching and stuff like that wouldn't where would i kind of this it's kind of a learning curve isn't it it's a learning curve yeah. i think for everybody involved which is why if you're okay i'm kind of happy to go through that like that because a lot of people would go normally you know you do that thing with the arms and the fingertips and all of that and it always or more likely than not it, you're in a relationship with somebody and it would lead to sex exactly yeah. so um hearing what you've said a lot of people if they live on their own they don't want to just you know, they don't want to have sex just for and sex that's exactly sake. it the, most people will get touched from their relationships, mm. but it doesn't have to be that way. And it's it's liberating. It's it's a wonderful thing to be able to just 
enjoy the sensations without the pressure or the expectation of it going it anywhere, anywhere else. else. So it never leads to anything else. Nope. It's just the protonic yeah. touching and holding and connecting. Exactly, in connection. I'm kind of re-put myself in there thinking... I can, it's hard to explain how I kind of like, like having somebody touching. It'd be nice to kind of have that because you're kind of like letting things go a bit, you know, mm. taking the sexual bit out of it and being more comfortable with a stranger, I suppose, mm. you know. And I, I kind of thinking, like, can I put myself in that position? Can I kind of... It's I had the first thought about that when, you know, when we all were living on our own and you could hold somebody who's not in your household eventually. Mm. And I remember, I still remember giving that person a hug just for that sake. Nothing else in it at all. And you can, I feel the, the warmth of them and the strength of them. And there was nothing meant by it at all on any level. But because we've all lived in this world where you can either hug your own immediate children or your family or no one. Mm. That that the power of that is huge. Yeah, because yeah. I, I cuddle in person. Like we cuddle all the time and say mm. goodbye and stuff. That's an easy thing. But when you got someone sitting there and it's not a sexual thing, it's more touching and getting to know how you feel. And, and that's kind of for me. That would be a challenge. Mm. You know, I know because yeah, I can completely understand what mm. you're saying there. So, do you get what kind of personalities do you get come along? So I got quite a wide range really so um some people um don't want a relationship or they can't have one because of work work scheduling or um maybe social skills but they don't receive any touch in their life because a lot of the time you don't get that unless you're in a relationship so they come to me to meet that need um, and touch is a need. It's a human basic need. Mm. Um, it helps our mental health and our physical health. And also like our self-worth, because when you're being held and nurtured and you feel that warm feeling and you're accepted and appreciated, that boosts your self-esteem, um, which in turn makes you happier. And when we cuddle... Um, we produce this hormone um, called oxytocin. And you need a longer hug to give, give your body chance to produce that hormone. So like a quick hug won't really... It's, it's a quick really, fix, isn't it? Really? No, it's yeah. a bit of a hold. It's yeah. a hold but, so the longer you have a cuddle, the better, because then uh, the oxytocin can flow. And the oxytocin is what... Um, gives you all the benefits um, in your health. So it can help you heal quicker, it can help you sleep better, um, it can um, give you feelings of uh, being loved and being connected to another human. Um, I really think of touch as like a nutrition. So if you don't get it, then you don't get the... You don't get the you benefits don't thrive. you don't get the medicine mm. from it. Exactly, you don't, you don't thrive. And um, even like babies were always told you know skin to skin um touch right from a young age mm. and that's because we are mammals and in the wild um when the mother leaves a baby behind to go off wherever she goes the baby's metabolism will slow right down in order to survive so it'll go into survival mode rather than development and growth so we're the same in babies so you have to give the babies the the 
the warmth and the love to know that you're there to give them the sustenance so that they won't go into survival. So they grow. So they grow, they thrive, they develop. Yes, what you're saying is really, really interesting, actually, on lots <laughs> of levels. I don't know whether I share, <laughs> share some stuff with you, but what you're saying is really good because I always find if I'm not in a relationship, I weigh more because I'm probably held in more, I would right. say. And if I am, I know you're talking about cuddling or whatever, but be coming to somebody like you you would get the cuddles to make you feel safe, to energise yourself. So Yes, that's right. I can't say I've ever had just general cuddles with anybody who I've not been in a relationship apart from my children. Yes. So it's very powerful what you're providing. It is very powerful. And I've had people who are actually touch-averse and Mm. have real trust issues because of previous relationships... And they've had counselling before, talking therapies, but when they've they've come to me and they've actually experienced nourishing, genuine, caring, affectionate touch, and it's turned their life around, and now they're in a position where they feel hopeful for their next relationship rather than being scared that they won't receive that level of of affection so whatever they have before is very toxic, and you've taught them that they can yeah. hold and touch yeah, and, and that is. That is really gets me in the heart because <laughs> that's life changing stuff. That is life changing. And stuff. also, you like two therapies and one really. You got the cuddle inside, and also then they um, once they relax and trust, um, they can then offload. Exactly, and people offload more when they feel safe, and they feel safe when they're being held. Mm. Um, how old, how long are these sessions? Anywhere from one hour to three, I've had. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, I know th- this might be a bit of a sensitive question, but I need to ask it. Do you have any clients who get emotionally attached to you? I haven't yet, but I do have training in that if it does come to that eventuality. So what would happen is, because the sessions are so honest... Um, if I feel like someone is, is forming like a connection, then I will be upfront and ask them, I feel like you're maybe catching feelings. Is this, you know, is this a valid, you know, um, assumption? And then if they say yes, that is fine as long as it is remaining a positive effect on their life. So it's a nice feeling to be able to feel connected to someone. Mm. Um, it's a lovely feeling and that's fine if it is affecting their life in a negative way either pining for someone or you know feeling like you can't attain what you want or making loads more appointments that aren't probably motivated for the right reason yeah if it's becoming a negative thing in their life then that is something that has to stop and they should either um, not have cuddle therapy or find another therapist think you kind of realize when something like that is apparent yeah i think so i imagine that some people i'm surprised you haven't had it up till now no no okay interesting <laughs> isn't it it is, fa- it is well, fascinating it's like you said, to start the honesty truth be open yeah the communication so people go in and thinking right okay they've got that mindset kind of set because mm. that's that's kind of like because i'm kind of thinking now um can i can i challenge myself to do that you know Mm. Um, and obviously have that mindset for it but um, having somebody kind of like because if someone's touching me and, and build that trust up I could open up and talk about Stuff. things that yeah get things yeah. out that would work 
Yeah. You know, and I think once you're in that motivation, I don't think it would turn to feelings unless you kind of go in the first with that in your mindset i suppose mm. it's very you know. it's very um a new therapy is it's, it yes well, mm. new-ish it's been going in america a lot longer than it's been going that's not here. surprising no it's not <laughs> <laughs> no and um it takes a lot of thinking about doesn't it because it, like we've discussed mm. normally you get hugs and cuddles if you're in a relationship and normally you get that touch thing you might be watching the telly and they will do that or not but more often than not, one thing leads to another. Mm. So it's a completely different concept just to have that. Yeah. So that's kind of a, a funny feeling, isn't it? <laughs> so we've got to get past that feeling. What do you think, Roger? Yeah, I, I, I know where you're coming from there. But it's obviously, you know, you meet them first of all. And, you know, it, it takes a lot of bottle for your clients to come forward it to does. you. Yes. You know, uh, like you were saying, like a complete stranger, you know, somebody's cuddling me here. I don't know this person. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then you're offloading all your emotions. Mm. And I think it's trust on both parts, yeah. to be fair. You might yeah. be the trained person and the, the um, client obviously is vulnerable for their own reasons. Mm. But it's a lot of trust between the two of you mm. because you're being physical with somebody. And the vulnerability is like a big part of it because when you're vulnerable and you are yet accepted, that's a big thing, to be accepted at your most vulnerable. So you've got a, a work from home? yes. And you feel safe? Yes. <laughs> Good. It's like it comes on the end bit. Okay. <laughs> no, well, I was just thinking, it's it's a completely different concept, isn't it? It's quite... They do, people do generally come into my house a little bit tense and not really knowing what to expect and maybe being a bit nervous. Mm. But every time they just float out the door because they've just had this uplifting... Um, wonderful loving experience that they, that they never realized they needed <laughs> that's fantastic and, and what you're doing for people who like you said maybe touch averse it, and you're teaching them how to trust again mm. on many many levels yeah yeah Gosh. it's interesting isn't it, it isn't it? it's it was when like someone said to me can I have this in a relationship? And I was like, yes, you can. <laughs> do you and your husband hug a lot? Yeah. You do? Oh, yeah. And your children? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so are the children happy to hug? Oh, yes, yeah. I have three, uh, four daughters, and one of them is not a hugger at all, oh. so we have to practice. My, as mine get older, they get less cuddly. <laughs> I see still cuddling with is your dad, I'm still your dad, you know. Marley's very cuddly. Um, Rihanna can't, I have to sort of say before you shoot out give me a cuddle quickly mm. but the rest of them kind of like just standing around so I think the boys are very much like we're men men we don't cuddle well <laughs> this is another a whole other subject mm. about men feeling like they can't have cuddles when they get you know older but you need, still need it mm. no, I think <laughs> it never I've, goes away I think this is a great idea what you do is it, it is good because I live on my own and I sometimes sit, like I like being on my own I enjoy my company and stuff then if it's I'd like a bit of female company just to, just to be there not anything sexual at all just mm-hmm. you know yeah but it's interesting you said female company because you would cuddle a woman the same mm-hmm. and a man and a man could be the therapist so you could cuddle a I man I only say female because I prefer female friends than male friends mm. because they don't talk about football and all that kind of crap <laughs> women talk about all sorts of stuff you get more intelligent conversation I don't That's talk a, about football 
I know you're different, so you're, you're like in between. You know? <laughs> Roger's <laughs> you quite tall. <laughs> <laughs> but that's um, the thing. But it is like a preconceived ideas type of thing, isn't it? Because I was sitting and thinking, you're a therapist, full stop, cuddle therapist. So anybody, man, woman, could go to you. Mm. And would I come, would I? You know, um, there's yeah. all these things that you have to question where you are in your own head with all those kind of stuff. Well, it's a great training bit for, like, let's say, if you back on a dating kind of thing, like approaching the woman the first time to give a cuddle goodbye, if you, that could be a nervous rat, uh, nervous time of time. But if you could, if doing cuddle therapy and you get open your boundaries, get the trust in there, then you feel more confident when you go for a date. Mm. Could work yeah, that kind and of way also as well. like the boundaries and consent can be really beneficial mm. for relationships mm. as, as well and knowing what you like. And like you said, understanding the no and the yes because a lot of guys don't understand no no matter how much a woman kind of says no, that. No, not yet. Yeah. I mean, it's different, or, sure? mm, or it's kind of like you want those straight kind of answers, or learning when the person says yes or no, that that's what they're meaning. Because mm, you can say it in different ways, you know. Or you knowing what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but it's, un- it's the understanding, yeah, mm. understanding what a yes or no is. Mm. Um, or like, mm, maybe, that's like, my ex does that a lot to me. Maybe, well, it's not a yes, it's not a no. Can you just tell me yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> and also, um, one of the questions I always ask clients is, is there any touch you know you like? And most of the time I get, oh, I don't know. I've yeah, never that's really an interesting question. Yeah, true. I, I'm kind of thinking there. What kind of answer are you yeah. looking for? <laughs> so, um, do you like having your hair played with? Do you like nails down your back? You know, so what kind of touch do you like? Um, and you know, most people say they don't know. And we can explore in a session what it is that you do like and what you don't like as well. And that can also help in relationships because you know exactly what makes you feel good. And it's nice... In a platonic way, though. Yes, in mm. a platonic way. Mm. But it's, it's self-discovery as well. And are you loving what you're doing? Yeah. <laughs> is it coming across? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's this whole new innovative thing and you can kind of see it oozing out of you. Like you're learning, I mean, you're obviously trained in it, but you're learning as well the mm. joy that it brings people yeah. and the peace of mind it's and the energy. It's been overwhelming. It really has. It's such a fulfilling job. <laughs> is it? How often in the day or the week do you do it? Um, so I've probably got... Um, on average, it's probably once one session a week, and it can be from one to three hours. Okay. Sometimes they're like buses, and I have <laughs> three in one week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you completely separate the professional from the, the marriage. You go, no, I've had too, too many cuddles today. I don't want any. No, any. no, I've, I've never had too many cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about couples as well, that's a good point, actually. Do you have couples that learn to touch each other? I have not had that, no. Okay, so that could but be kind I of think, a... Yes, yeah. that's, that's another benefit. Yeah, do you benefit. teach couples together? I haven't done, no. I do know therapists that do do that, um, not in this country, um, but I prefer to work one-to-one. Mm. Mm. Especially, so if, especially going to a new relationship, and now the, 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 let's say if it's a lady had a bad relationship and kind of like, no, hands off, now relearning that connection again, mm. that would be quite a good um, benefit, I suppose. Yeah, it's mm. exceptionally yeah. good, isn't it? It's teaching yeah. that trust. Yeah. Would you yeah. know if there's many cuddle therapists in the country? There are quite a few. There are quite a few in Hampshire, actually. <laughs> are there? Do you have group get-togethers? Uh, we're, we're in touch group with cuddles. each other. Group, yeah, yeah. Yep. Was there was is, yeah, there are cuddle parties. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> are there really? Yes. I knew there was something They're mostly there. in London. <laughs> so, are you the only, so your clients, they're men and women? Yes. Uh, are you allowed to... I know it's confidentiality, but age groups... 
anywhere from early 20s to late 60s. Right, okay. And um, all uh, cultures and backgrounds. And where do you advertise? Um, so I'm, uh, I'm on a cuddle therapist's website, or two of them actually, um, and I actually get quite a lot of business through there. Mm-hmm. Quite surprisingly, actually, because that means people are actively looking, looking for, for cuddle therapy. So they must have heard it, heard of it to mm. start with, so search for it. Yeah, and I'm on Instagram and Facebook and as what uh, cuddle therapist. Full stop. That's it. Yeah. So I am your embrace space. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So um, all like uh, my FAQs on my website like go over everything. Um, and there are terms and conditions um, for both of our safety. Mm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I think, you know, the, the common theme for this is trust and mm. communication and making everything as clear as it can be. Yeah, and that's it. The, and then there's the no room for ambiguity. Mm. Yeah. Great, hasn't it? It's been fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. You're welcome. Thank We're going to get a cuddle, me. I think. Yay! <laughs> a cuddle puddle. <laughs> a cuddle puddle. <laughs> Brilliant. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to join the Healthy Life family, please subscribe and like our podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcast and Podbean. And remember to subscribe to stay fully up to date. So look out for our next podcast and do check our new website, buzzpodcasts.co.uk.